Celebrity voice impersonation, not an endorsement. Why go to a single furniture store when you can go to Big Sandy Superstore? Shop and compare America's top five mattress brands, plus Nectar and Purple. And choose from over 22,000 in-stock appliances from the top brands at the guaranteed lowest price. Or furnish the room of your dreams with a large selection of American-built furniture. With financing plans for just about anyone, there's nowhere else quite like it. Big Sandy Superstore. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, good morning, angels, and welcome back to Morning Ray. I'm your host, Lan or Alana, and on today's episode, we have Hannah Ashton, 23-year-old founder and creator of Dream Daily. We discuss everything from being a creator to a business owner, navigating post-grad as an entrepreneur, and just everything surrounding those topics. Hannah and I really got into an interesting conversation, and it was such a pleasure getting to talk to her. I think there's going to be a lot of tangible takeaways, so definitely grab your notebook if you're someone who is studying business or is a creator and is looking how to make their next move, or maybe you are looking to take the route of entrepreneurship post-grad or while still in school. This one is for you, but let's get into our weekly intentions. My weekly intention is to really just be present and live in the moment. I'm currently in LA as you are listening to this episode, and I'm here before going down to Palm Springs for my first ever Coachella, so I really just want to be present in the moment, taking everything in. And the tip of the week is to really just like remind yourself to take a deep breath, be aware of your surroundings, and put your phone away, and just be present with who you're with, what you're feeling, where you are, et cetera, because life is so much shorter than we know it. And a lot of the times we just get caught up in thinking about what our next step is or thinking about the past and what we should have done and what we should be doing and all these things. So just really encourage yourself to be grateful and to practice gratitude and mindfulness. And yes, so into my current faves, I'm currently obsessed with my nails that I got done for Coachella. I'm normally very much like a pinks and whites nail girl, but I did this baby blue with chrome because I thought it would be cute and festive for a festival. So I really love that. Um, It was just this baby blue color. I posted it on my Instagram. It's saved underneath my um, nails highlight on my Instagram at Alana Bloomberg. What else am I currently obsessed with? Oh, new breakfast combination. I've been having scrambled eggs, like my magic eggs with avocado, a little bit of salt and chili flakes. And then I've been doing a protein smoothie paired with that. A lot of anti-inflammatory ingredients like turmeric in there, just like trying to get all the health benefits. And I really have been enjoying that for breakfast. Before I went to LA, I had been having a bit of a slower morning. I'm going down to a local coffee shop getting a latte and sitting outside in the sun while reading a book. And it's been a really nice way to start my mornings. And honestly, I'm kind of already going to know, like I'm obviously I'm recording this before I'm in LA and I'm already like 
thinking that I'm going to miss it, knowing that tomorrow morning I can't do that because I'll be flying, but I'll get to read on the plane, but I won't get to sit in the sun and enjoy it. So that's something that I've really been loving, but let's bring Hannah onto the podcast. Okay. So I'm here with Hannah. Welcome to Morning Ray. Hi, thanks for having me. Thanks for coming on. So I always like to start off by asking my guests three questions. So who are you? Where are you from? And what is your zodiac sign? Yes. So hi, I'm Hannah Ashton. I am a content creator and also a business owner. I'm the founder of Dream Daily, which is a stationary shop for driven young women. I'm from Tennessee. I currently and have lived in Nashville for about five years and I'm a Libra. Mm, I have Libra in my chart. Do you know your full chart? Are you like that? I did it one point and I have forgotten it. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's just fun. Like I don't really know too much about astrology, zodiac signs, whatever it's called. But I think it's just like fun because I feel like I always attract similar signs. Like a lot of my close friends are Aries, Mm. which is interesting. Have you noticed that at all with your friends? Yeah. I don't think it's supposed to work this way, but my boyfriend and a few of my good friends are also Libras. (laughs) Oh, I mean, I have a lot of Leo friends and I'm a Leo, so I feel like you also attract your own tribe sort of Yeah, thing. that could be it. But yeah, I love following the Instagram pages with like the funny quotes and it, it's fun. There's like a glossy Zodiac or something. They always post really funny ones. Ooh, okay. I'll have to check it out. Yeah, it's on Instagram. But I wanted to talk a little bit about what it was like to go from being a creator to starting your business, especially because that's something that I hope to do one day. And I feel like a lot of creators are definitely, if they're more business oriented, look to do something like that. So what would you say was the turning point that made you want to start some sort of new venture? Ooh, I love this question because I do think it's something that I've seen as a trend in the creator industry. And I absolutely love it because being a creator, you are a business. You are the business, you're the personal brand, Mm -hmm. and then you can translate those skills over into an actual business as well. For me, I started creating and doing YouTube really young. I was 10 years old when I first started (laughs) my channel, my first channel. And so I had been creating content for fun for years and years, all throughout middle school and high school. And it was kind of mid high school, like sophomore year, when the whole hashtag girl boss trend was happening, if we all Mm -hmm. remember that. And so that introduced me to a lot of women in entrepreneurship and women in leadership. And I just thought that was the coolest thing ever. I saw Glossier. I saw Drybar. I I started listening to podcasts and reading books. And I was like, oh my gosh, I absolutely love this world of like women in entrepreneurship. I couldn't get enough. I was following on Instagram, everything. And so when I was deciding for college, I was I was still creating, but I knew I wanted to also get a degree in something business related. And mm-hmm. I, the college that I went to in Nashville has an entrepreneurship major. So I actually got to major in entrepreneurship, which was cool too. And through that, I just discovered my love for it even more. And I started my first business in high school. It was just like social media consulting, how to start a YouTube channel. And I loved it. I said, I, I love sharing my life online through content creation, but Part of me also is loving this business side Mm -hmm. just as much, maybe even more. And so my goal has always been to have have both and a balance of both and to use my platform to share about entrepreneurship. I love that. Did your parents or like anyone who you looked up to, were they entrepreneurs or were you kind of like the first one to do that? 
Yeah. So I would say both my parents are very entrepreneurial. I didn't really put that together though till high school, but my dad, my whole life has owned his own business. Like he has supported our family always through his business endeavors. And then my mom, she's very creative. She's an actress, singer, um, dancer. And so, you know, that whole industry is a lot of self-promotion, hustling, going after, you know, the roles and auditions and all of that. So I kind of made that connection even in early college of like, oh my gosh, like, yeah, I've had these amazing role models my whole life. I didn't even realize, but that's where I'm getting this like motivation. And I'm so thankful that I had the support system of parents that kind of knew that life and was like, yeah, you can go after that. Like you can start young. I started when I got my first laptop at age 10 with YouTube and they just let me try things, which again, I'm so grateful for. And I realize not everyone has that. So that's why I try to bring that like motivation to my Mm -hmm. social media so that young ladies who don't have parents who have done that before can see that you can still do it no matter your age. Yeah, I can definitely speak for the individuals who didn't have entrepreneurial parents. Like my parents immigrated from South Africa when they were 30 with $15,000 in their savings account to live off of for three months. And so when I like wanted to pursue YouTube when I was younger, I remember asking my parents when I was 12, they're like, oh my God, no, you can't do that. Like the internet is a scary, dangerous place. Like that, that's not safe. Like my mom was asking for ID department, like at at work being like, is this safe? And they're like, no. And so they never let me. And then when I went to university, when I was 18, I started posting on Instagram, like a vlogger would, influencer wasn't even a word back then. And at first, like when I started to make money from it, they were a little bit like, what is this? Like, they were a little skeptical of it. Like, how is this a career and everything? And like, even with my mom following all these like well-known bloggers that were doing it as like their full-time job, she still questioned it as me doing it as her daughter. Yeah. Which is so valid. It's so new. It's so new. Yeah. And it's definitely taken them a while to be like, to understand and fully like be okay with me doing it full-time. I feel like my dad is definitely someone that takes more risks than my mother. So he's been more supportive and kind of just like convincing her to be like, like everything's going to be okay. Like now's the time for Alana to like to take the risk. So it's really cool to also hear the perspective from someone whose parents were always super supportive and like you kind of grew up in that environment. Mm-hmm. I'd love to know like where the product concept and idea behind Dream Daily came from because I know like in business school, like we're taught like create a product from like a problem point or like anything that's like an issue for you and that will solve the problem. So like what was your whole thought process in creating Dream Daily? Being super busy can make it really easy to fall into a dinner time recipe rut or even with your lunches. Any meal honestly can get you into a rut, especially with a busy schedule this fall. You can keep mealtime exciting with over 40 recipes to choose from every single week, so there's always something delicious to discover with HelloFresh. It's truly a no-brainer. It does all the shopping and meal planning for you. Ingredients arrive at your doorstep pre-proportioned and ready to cook, along with pictured step-by-step recipe cards. It's never been easier. I personally love HelloFresh as a way to get exposure to new recipes, make my life a bit easier as a busy 20-year-old in the city, and I love that it's worry-free, it's super easy, it's convenient, and gets delivered straight to my door. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 50Ray and use code 50Ray for 50% off 
plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash 50RAE and use code 50RAE50RAE for 50% off plus free shipping. HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. And thank you for sponsoring today's episode of Morning Ray. Celebrity voice impersonation, not an endorsement. Why go to a single furniture store when you can go to Big Sandy Superstore? Shop and compare America's top five mattress brands, plus Nectar and Purple. And choose from over 22,000 in-stock appliances from the top brands at the guaranteed lowest price. Or furnish the room of your dreams with a large selection of American-built furniture. With financing plans for just about anyone, there's nowhere else quite like it. Big Sandy Superstore. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Absolutely. So my content in high school really picked up when I started making videos about the morning, night routines, time management. Um, I did a lot of extracurriculars. I did sports and I also did like musical theater and choir. I was just always wanting to be busy. And so I would make videos about how I was a good student and also applying to college and doing extracurriculars and YouTube. And then when I got in college, I was sharing content about how I was keeping up with my healthy habits and my morning routines while being a freshman. And so people were loving that content. And I wanted to be able to just give them more and to really just help my audience take what I was sharing in my videos and apply it practically in their own lives. And so my first product that I came out with, with Dream Daily, before the business was even named Dream Daily, was a product called the Dream Achieve Workbook. And it originally was just a product for my audience. I didn't think of it as much of a business. It's more of just like something a creator would come out with, like a merch or something. But Mm -hmm. it was a, a book that they could use for their own lives that would really help them set up their goals. That was like the dream portion, you know, planning out your short-term, long-term goals, vision boarding, all of that. And then the achieve portion was a six-month undated planner taking you through step-by-step like my time-blocking strategy, how to actually make those dreams a reality. So I had the idea for that. My first semester freshman year, I remember I was curling my hair in my freshman Mm -hmm. dorm and I was like, I just want to be able to give something to my audience. I've never created a physical product. I've always just done content or sold services, but I, it got really excited me. And I think as someone with an entrepreneurial spirit, if you have this, you'll totally understand listening. Like you just have an idea and it immediately excites you. You immediately want to start working towards it, researching it. And so Although I was majoring in entrepreneurship at my university, you don't start those classes till your junior, your third year. So Mm -hmm. I was just in normal classes. And so really, when I was creating this first product, it was off of research and finding mentors and Google and all the things. It wasn't until later in my college career that I was able to take my classes and directly apply it to the business, um, which was a great aspect. But yeah, it kind of started with knowing what my audience wanted and that problem of us moving to college and being like, how do I still have a routine? How do I budget and cook for myself and Mm -hmm. all the things that we ask ourselves? And so that's where uh, Dream Daily started from. Wow. Wow. So inspirational. What are three things you wish you knew before you started? Because I feel like we can definitely enter into creating a business or anything 
a little ignorant and think we know everything, but obviously we don't. So what are three things that you wish you knew before you started? Yeah. First, I'll say ignorance is bliss. I I heard this quote. um, I can't remember it exactly. I feel like it's pretty popular, but it's like, if I would have known everything I was going to face starting this business, I wouldn't have started it. And I think that's so true how I feel as well, because there's things that you don't know that you just come across along the way and you're like, man, this sucks, but you just keep pushing through and then you you overcome so many things by the end. But I think the first thing I wish I knew was that um, nothing's going to stick to a timeline, (laughs) whether it's from the first idea to actually getting the samples, like to launching the product, like your timeline is never going to look what you think it's going to look like from idea to launch date. It took about nine months. Um, Of course, I wanted it to be sooner than that, but that's just how long it took. And then every product launch since then, I've learned to, you know, give myself a little bit more time than expected because things come up, um, especially I had, I started the business right before 2020 in COVID. So that was a huge wrench in the plans. Then also being in college, like my full attention was on school and getting my degree. That was my first priority. And then also YouTube was a priority and social media. So I knew that my business probably wasn't going to grow as quickly as people who weren't in college and also doing other side hustles. So just know your timeline is never going to look like what you think it's going to look like, and that's okay. I think number two would be that it's going to probably cost more than you would think as well. (laughs) Things, yeah, can get expensive, every little expense. I thankfully had been doing YouTube for so long that I was able to take my savings from money I made online and on social media. And that's like what bootstrapped my company. I paid for it all in cash and all from money I've been able to make online, which is exciting. But um, yeah, it took a lot of money to start. And as a freshman in college, I think, again, I was a bit naive. I was in college. I didn't have to pay for too many bills yet, you know, besides just groceries and things like that. But I was like, you know what? I could put this money towards a designer purse that I've been seeing on Instagram, or I could put it into my first round of inventory Mm -hmm. and like invest in myself and invest in kind of this future that I want of having my own product business. And that's what I did. And yeah, I think people, when you're starting out, it's like, how do I raise money? How do I do all, how do I get investors or get a loan? For me, I always recommend if you can start saving up and bootstrap it yourself. It's the best way to start because you have control over that and it's your money. You have a lot of stake in the business when you do it yourself. But there are, of course, a few different ways to fund a business. The third tip, I'm having trouble thinking of a third off the top of my head. I think I wish I knew or more practiced that the business success doesn't always equal like your own success in the same way like business failures don't mean you're a failure um especially as creators i think when a business is our personal brand too dream daily started off of my personal brand and my content if something didn't go well you know if a video doesn't perform well i'm like oh my gosh like what am i doing wrong like i'm a failure people hate me mm-hmm. it could just be the algorithm that day or the titling that i used was different or you know people were busier that week and same thing with business like obviously you have to look into your data and your analytics. And sometimes it's not fun if a launch or something didn't perform as well as you thought it was going to be. But something I'm trying to learn since I started all this super young is to have a life and have value in myself outside of just what I can produce and Mm -hmm. what I sell and how many followers I have. Um, And that's a constant struggle for me, but it's something I would remind myself even back then. Yeah, I think that's so important. Like, Don't put your eggs all in one basket with like your identity only being one thing. Like, You are so multifaceted as a human that you can't just like rely like, oh, I'm a YouTuber or 
I feel like even a lot of people get caught up in their diet, like saying, oh, I'm vegan or I'm pescatarian or I'm keto, whatever maybe. We get like so hyper fixated on identifying ourselves as one thing. And if we lose that thing or that thing doesn't go as well as planned, then we feel like we failed or we've lost ourselves. But that's so far from the truth. It's like when you're thinking about yourself, if you're listening to this, like try to list like five different things that describe like who you are and make up who you are. And even more than the five things, there's so many things. Like for example, like I feel like When I went to university, I kind of lost my identity because for so long I was a competitive dancer and I would introduce myself as a competitive dancer. And when I went away to university, I stopped dancing. So I lost that part of my identity. And so I had to kind of like rebuild that. And I feel like anyone who's an athlete or anything also goes through that. So just like learn how to differentiate yourself from your business, from your activity, whatever it may be, because you are so much more than just that one thing. Yes, I love that. That's so relatable too. Like you said, I think a lot of athletes and student athletes get caught up in that. Also, if you get caught up in just the label of being a student, that was weird for me. I graduated mm-hmm. May of 2022, last May, and you know, your whole life you're you're a student. And so I would always lead with that, like, oh, I'm a student at Belmont or whatnot. And then now I'm like, wait, okay, first off, I have to start talking about my business straight off the bat, introducing people, which, you know, can be uncomfortable sometimes when you have to explain all the different things that you mm-hmm. do. Um, and then also, yeah, it's it's tough to kind of step away from those labels. But I love that exercise of what are five things that aren't tied to what I produce, what I do for work, who my friends are, you know, that I can identify with. And I find for me to help cultivate that and to remind that I love visiting home. I'm from a smaller town um, outside of Knoxville, Tennessee. And, you know, it's just, it's nice to just get away sometimes and like be off my phone as much as I can. I try not to vlog anymore on like trips or vacations, especially with friends and family, because yeah, I just want to be able to realize like not everything in my life has to revolve around my personal brand. It shouldn't revolve around me Mm -hmm. and my personal brand and what my products, like there's so much more out in the world and you kind of have to step outside of yourself sometimes to see it. Yes, yes. Going back to like your identity with post-grad and everything, because I wanted to discuss post-grad a little bit because I'm also recently post-grad. I know a lot of the listeners are, and I feel like it's troubling even if you were working like a nine to five and it's even more so like this whirlwind as an entrepreneur, because not only are you re-identifying yourself and trying to navigate the world of adulting, But you're also trying to build a structure for yourself and your business and generate an income and build like this career for yourself. So how would you say you have navigated post-grad and being an entrepreneur? Like what is like your day-to-day routine and how do you keep yourself like grounded and feeling secure in what you're doing? Oh my gosh. I really struggled the first probably five months, like up until this year, 2023, I was really struggling with this, which I was not expecting because I was like... I've been doing this all throughout college. Like now mm-hmm. I'm going to have so much more free time. Like it's it's going to be amazing. Um, and then, yeah, I felt very isolated, very alone. I moved from living with my best friend in college. She moved across the country for a job to – so then I started living alone and then I worked alone all day. I wasn't going to classes anymore. I was by myself all day. And even though I you know, could go to a coffee shop or meet up a friend here and there, it was just a very big adjustment all at once. And then – on top of that, a lot of pressure as well being like, okay, I wake up every day. No one is telling me what to do. I have nowhere to be, but I have to make enough money to pay 
this expensive Nashville rent and to pay for everything else in my life. <laughs> Me right now. <laughs> yeah. So I'm sure, yeah, that city Toronto rent is a lot too. Yes. <laughs> so it, yeah, I want to preface that, that like I started out and I'm still figuring out kind of that this world of post-grad. But for me, what's helped me recently is actually getting a small office, which that was like a big investment in January that I decided to do. But um, it was something that I was like, okay, I can afford. It's literally like 150 square feet. And it's a place where I can house my inventory. And then also I got an intern um, this semester for my business as well. So those two things, I know not everyone can do that, but those two things have really helped me because every Monday and Wednesday from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m., we're working from that office. I have to get up in the morning. I have to get ready, you know, at 7, 8 a.m., just like my friends who are, are getting ready for their 9 to 5s and then meet her there. Like I have someone expecting me. I have to be prepared for her as well. So like it makes me feel like I have to have my stuff in order. And having that little bit of structure, just those two days a week have really made me feel like, okay, there's a purpose to each day. So that's the main overarching thing. If you can find like a purpose for each day, whether it's you getting through your to-do list, whether it's you got to work out, you got to see a friend, like just having a purpose for each day I find is super beneficial because for me, I just want to get to the end of the day and feel fulfilled and feel like, okay, I put in some good work today with my type of job. I may not see any fruit from the work I put in today. Um, You just never know, but at least I got something done that I Mm -hmm. needed to get done and, you know, I got to be social and that kind of stuff. So I can go through kind of my, my daily schedule if that is something you're interested in. Yeah, I would love to hear that. And I think the listeners would enjoy it because they always want to know what I'm up to. So I'm sure they want to know what you're up to, Hannah. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, um, like I said, my Mondays and Wednesdays are a little different. Uh, both all, Every day of the week, I normally wake up. Or I've been trying around 6.30 to get up. And then I wake up and I do my morning routine. That's another thing. Like, as you heard, I've been doing since high school. My morning and night routines are my start and end caps for the day. It makes me feel like I'm an actual human, like I can um, start my day and like I can rest and disconnect from work at the end of the day. So make coffee. I journal. I read in the morning. Journaling has been a huge habit. I started in 2021, so much so that I created my own journal for Dream Daily, the Dreamer Journal, and I use that every morning. And then I usually don't have time for a full workout, but I try to get in a walk, hopefully outside, listen to a podcast for like 20 minutes, make breakfast. And then Mondays and Wednesdays, I head to the office and I'm there by nine. And we work on everything from all all things Dream Daily. So this is product business day. We're shipping orders. We're reaching out to influencers. We're working on emails, working on new product launches, all that kind of stuff. And then on those days, because I'm working so hard with her and I'm like on my computer for hours and hours at a time. Time, I'm usually like checked out by the 3 p.m. mark when she when she leaves. So then I head home. I usually will then do a workout, make dinner. And then something else that has helped me in 2023 is having some plans on weeknights. Not every weeknight because I also like to rest and relax. But living alone has made me realize I'm more of an extrovert than I thought I was. And it really helps me to mm-hmm. see friends. Um, sometimes we'll do like a little dance class um, I, or I go to a book club or Bible study or something like that a few times a week and or bachelor night. And that's just helpful to like 
have some social time as well. Uh, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays are more content-related days, so I'm a little slower in the mornings. I can be a little bit more leisurely with my morning routine, um, maybe like read a little bit more of my book. Then I normally will work out in the morning so that I can shower and get ready for the day early, so I'm like ready to film content. And, th- and then I'll film YouTube videos, TikToks, sponsored content, whatever it needs to be. I'm usually running around, running errands pretty much all day. And then I also try to end work when I can around like 4 or 5 p.m. I am such a morning person that when it hits like 3 or 4 p.m., I am just starting to check out. I know the work that I'm doing is like not productive anymore. So I'll try to like sit on the couch and put on a podcast and work to like finish out my day and struggle through the end of the day. But then by 5 p.m., I'm like, okay, where's dinner? Where's the TV? Where's my Kindle? And then, um, yeah, my night routine is pretty simply. I cook for myself every weeknight, which is something, again, I really enjoy, especially since I have the ability to cook for myself each night. And I'm a big movie gal, TV gal, and I love to read. So my whole night is just based around those things and enjoying them. I love that. It seems like your life is like pretty balanced. I feel like a lot of entrepreneurial people can struggle with that. Like they'll be working from like 6 a.m. to like midnight, like a never stop sort of thing. And definitely I feel like I have those days sometime, but it's good that you have that balance and it is possible. Like it's possible to find that. Yes. And obviously my schedule in college was a bit different. I had to work more on weekends and work. I was doing homework, you know, at 7 p.m. because I was managing school as well. But since I graduated, I was like, no, I have control of my time now. Maybe, you know, pulling all-nighters and starting work at 6 a.m., maybe that would benefit my business and it would see a little bit more growth faster or something. But to me, it's like, is that growth worth my sanity, like my health, um, my mental health, my well-being? And I just find that since I do have the luxury of like controlling my day and my time, I was like, I'm going to try my hardest to, to really balance it and do everything that I love in a day. Yes. What would you say – are your non-negotiables when it comes to finding wellness in your day-to-day routine? Like what are the things, I guess like it could be like your morning or night routine, but what are things that you have to do in order to be able to show up for yourself and your business? I love this question. Definitely journaling and just brain dumping and all of that and praying as well is like a big part of my morning and just praying for the work I have that day and what I have to do and people I'll interact with. And then I always try to have some kind of movement because my job is so sedentary, whether that's walking outside. I know that's a huge trend and it's something that I got into in 2020 and have not stopped. I love a daily walk. I could not go without it. I also kind of loved that I learned to cook in college and cook for myself because I feel like that's such a great skill set, especially as young women in our 20s. Like it's something that you're going to use for the rest of your life, always for yourself or for maybe a family one day. And so being able to like cook myself a nutritious meal, have all the things like the protein, the carb, the fat, that's just all really important to me. I have to I'm a big person who eats three meals a day. Like I'm a three meal a day person with some snacks. Like I have to have (laughs) my food um, to actually feel like I can get stuff done. So making sure I eat whole meals. And then I would say also like just having a second to phone a friend, to talk to my boyfriend. I call my mom almost every day. Just again, that social aspect is pretty big for me. Wellness wise, like just with my mental health helps me check out. And again, like sometimes you need to step away from your work to realize the problems aren't that big, that you can talk through them and it's going to be okay. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, going into my night routine, um, something I started doing last year in 2022 was reading before bed, reading fiction. I love how this is a trend again. I'm a big trend follower through and through. <laughs> so if I see a bunch of girls on TikTok doing it, I'll be doing it too. <laughs> Um, but they're so good. Like the walks and the reading, I'm obsessed. So I love reading for about an hour before bed. And yeah, that's how I get through my day with those little bits of happiness. I love that. I definitely am a trend follower too. However, I actually would like to say I'm a trendsetter because I was walking before everyone else. Anna's doing the reading thing before everyone else, but I kind of fell off with the reading thing. So the trend brought me back to it. But I love that. Look (laughs) at you. I'm so thankful. Ahead of the wave. Okay. I want to talk a little bit about goal setting. I feel like it's still, I mean, like we're entering March over here, which is a little like insane. Like how is it already March? But we're still in the first quarter. We're in early 2023 and, you know, a lot of us set our goals for the year and our manifestations and our visions and made our vision boards and all of that. So for you, Hannah, like what is your goal setting process? Like how do you make sure that you actually achieve these goals that you're setting? Like you're not just saying like, oh, I want to do X, Y, Z and then like forget about it. Like what is your whole strategy with that? Being super busy can make it really easy to fall into a dinner time recipe rut or even with your lunches, any meal, honestly can get you into a rut, especially with a busy schedule this fall. You can keep mealtime exciting with over 40 recipes to choose from every single week, so there's always something delicious to discover with HelloFresh. It's truly a no-brainer. It does all the shopping and meal planning for you. Ingredients arrive at your doorstep pre-proportioned and ready to cook, along with pictured step-by-step recipe cards. It's never been easier. I personally love HelloFresh as a way to get exposure to new recipes, make my life a bit easier as a busy 20-year-old in the city, and I love that it's worry-free, it's super easy, it's convenient, and gets delivered straight to my door. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 50Ray and use code 50Ray for 50% off plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash 50RAE and use code 50RAE, 50RAE for 50% off plus free shipping. HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. And thank you for sponsoring today's episode of Morning Ray. Celebrity voice impersonation, not an endorsement. Why go to a single furniture store when you can go to Big Sandy Superstore? Shop and compare America's top five mattress brands, plus Nectar and Purple. And choose from over 22,000 in-stock appliances from the top brands at the guaranteed lowest price. Or furnish the room of your dreams with a large selection of American-built furniture. With financing plans for just about anyone, there's nowhere else quite like it. Big Sandy Superstore. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So I actually love setting quarterly goals. So it kind of works that this will, you know, be coming out 
you know, towards the end maybe of, of quarter one and going into quarter two, because mm-hmm. I find that yearly goals are of course way too, um, way too long of a time to think about. So like resolutions for the whole year, no, but quarterly goals are great because you have three months to kind of achieve them. So it gives you more time than just a month of being like, Oh, I didn't achieve that this month. That's okay. Like move it to the next month. Mm-hmm. And so every quarter I kind of look at what are my big goals and to me, this is the strategy that I've taught now for like two years on my YouTube channel. It's in the Dream Achieve workbooks. It's the goal setting process. And it's to look at your goal and see, is it a project goal or a habit goal? Because how you achieve those are two different ways. Projects are those tasks like starting a business. Like there's multiple little things you have to do. It's different every day, you know, all the tasks. And then habits are things that are reoccurring maybe daily. So for project goals, what I recommend is to list out the project. Let's just say it's start a business. You're going to list out as many things as possible. Again, you're not going to know everything, but everything that you do know, list it out as a task that can be done in 30 minutes to an hour. And then find a time in your day that you can add in the 30 minutes. Maybe it's in the morning. Maybe it's during your lunch break. Maybe it's at the end of the day and start the next day working in that time, little 30 minute block at that first task. And it's kind of going to be hard at the beginning to remember to add in those 30 minutes to your day. But that's kind of how you start chipping away at this big project is by the little daily or maybe you can't do daily. Maybe it's every Saturday you spend three hours working on this project. You know, you start chipping away little by little each week at this big project. And it's kind of seems to be more uh, digestible and not as scary once you start getting through some Mm -hmm. of those little tasks. So that's project goals. And then habit goals, like I said, are those things you're pretty much doing daily. Maybe you want to start journaling every morning. And so I kind of break down in the workbook, you probably have talked about this or know about it, but the habit loop and the habit circle of, you know, the cue, I think it's then the action and then the reward. So mm-hmm. I won't go into it now, but if you haven't heard of that before, look up the habit loop and I kind of talk about how that easily allows you to add in these new habits into your routine. And then my overall tip though for goal setting is to not overwhelm yourself. I normally set like maybe three big goals for the quarter. So like one huge goal a month. And that huge goal may be um, a new product I want to design. So that's a huge thing that's going to be broken down to a bunch of little tasks that I can work through each day and Mm -hmm. each week. One of my goals for uh, March is to start going back to ballet classes. I danced when I was younger and just fell off of it all throughout, you know, high school and college. And I was like, you know what? I just want to go to a little beginner ballet class once a week. And so how I kind of prepped for this goal um, now is I reinstated my class pass membership because I can go to the National Ballet Club through class pass. And then I talk to friends who maybe want to go with me and we put it on our calendars like for next week, the first week of March, like, okay, Thursday night, we're going to ballet class. And so it really is much easier to accomplish when you have just like some big things that you're working towards. And again, that's why I like the quarterly goal setting because you can do one big goal a month and kind of break it down and it'll feel so good when you accomplish it. And then it'll encourage you to go on to that next big goal for the next month. So mm-hmm. that's that's what I do, if that makes sense. No, that 100% makes sense. I feel like that's really digestible and it can be applied to anyone's life and it's not too overwhelming. It's not like this whole like 20 step like thing of how to achieve your dreams. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's pretty straightforward. So thank you for sharing that. I'm going to wrap up the episode. So I always like to have the guests leave the viewers, well, the listeners with um, either a quote, a resource or anything like a piece of advice or wisdom if they didn't listen to anything and this is all they're going to take. What is yours, Hannah? 
Oh my goodness. So um, I'm going to give a resource because that's easier okay. than thinking a quote off the top of my head. But give me one second to make sure I get the name of this resource right. Okay. So since I talked a lot about entrepreneurship and starting a business in this episode, um, I want to give this resource that I learned about in my expensive education that hopefully you can take for free now um, and apply it if you're thinking you want to start a business. And it is called the Business Model Canvas. Did you ever learn about this? Yes, I did that in um, I'm freshman year and like my like general business class, we had like a whole project on it. Oh my gosh. Yes. We use this all the time in all my classes. I was always coming up with new business ideas. Like that was the project. And we always had to run it through the Business Model Canvas. If you just search that on Google Images, it'll come up with the like spreadsheet and it really breaks down like the basics of what you need to know when starting a business like we talked about what's the problem that you have for your audience who is your audience and your ideal customer what are your revenue streams what's your cost structure um what are your what's your value proposition so it's a very simple worksheet that's like a one page business plan type thing and so hopefully this kind of breaks down and makes you know the big gigantic thing of starting a business a little bit easier and also um if you do have kind of a mentor in your life that's in the business world they may know of it and you can kind of bring it to coffee with them and chat through it and have some outsider help as well but yeah, hopefully that helps anyone who kind of is interested in entrepreneurship and wants to start because you really do just have to start. That's the other thing I would say. It's very cliche. I'm sure you've heard it before, but I've learned everything from just starting it and figuring out as I've gone along the way. And I'm just thankful that I started that YouTube channel 11, 12 years ago because it's what brought me here to my job, amazing job that I have today. So yeah, thanks for having me on. <laughs> Thanks for coming on. Um, if you want to plug yourself out, where can the listeners find you? Where can they get Dream Daily? Yeah. So the website is shopdreamdaily.com. That's also all of the businesses, um, social media. So Instagram and TikTok. My personal stuff is Hannah Ashton on YouTube and then Miss Hannah Ashton on Instagram, M-I-S-S, Hannah Ashton. And that's it. I love that. Thank you so much for coming on, Hannah. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of Morning Gray. I hope you enjoyed it. I love seeing you guys tag when you're listening to Morning Ray on socials. So continue to do that. And I also love reading all of your lovely reviews. So if you could leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, I would love to see that. I love reading them. And that's what you can do to help support the podcast. I love you guys so much and we'll chat soon. Bye guys. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading to the airport, right? Yeah, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious 
this extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR. 